off. We are back. Super Bowl preview. Super Bowl Rams versus Bengals. We bring the crew on. We got Joey Two Wallets with the strobe lighting and big boy with the blue light district. And we got, of course, we got SoCal. How are we all doing, guys? How are we doing tonight? Good. Hey, I'm 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 good here. I'm good. Smooth, right. smooth. That is good. All right, so we're gonna get it. Like I said, it is Super Bowl week, so we're gonna hit it off with the Super Bowl preview show right now. Rams, I know they're the uh, they're their home stadium, but they are the away team playing against the Cinderella Joe Cool. Don't call me Joe Smooth Burrow and the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. Um, hey, this game, we got some prop bets going on for this. We'll get to a little bit. We'll get some NFL awards. So what's going on? What are you guys thinking about this game right now? Like, are we all pumped up for this game? I mean, obviously the Chiefs aren't in it. The Titans aren't in it. Dolphins, Giants, you know, but is this game going to be a high, high, high rated game? Or is everybody just pumped up for the halftime show? I mean, to be completely honest, I think this is the one halftime show that I'm not looking forward to only because there's nothing that's going to come close to Prince. And for those of you guys old enough to know who Prince is, the man had sang Purple Rain and it started raining. You cannot beat that. Everybody says Michael Jackson and Pasadena was the best. I'm sorry. For me, it's all about Prince. As far as this game, the battle of pretty much the battle of Hollywood versus of the real underdog. So Hollywood versus underdog. I mean, I think this is one of those usual times. There's no way I can pick the underdog in this situation, but I don't know if we're talking about picks yet. Are we there yet? Big chief? No, no, we're not there. Yet. So I'm going to record everybody scoring everything down, but pretty much what I'm looking forward to in the Super Bowl. I'm looking for Sean McVay to dog walk his his little chihuahua that he used to have on his staff, just like when the old boy for the Oakland Raiders got dog walked by John Gruden with Tampa Bay. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. Mm, nice. All right, big boy, what you got? Oh, I'm actually looking forward to seeing the opposite. I'm trying to see if little bro can outsmart big bro in this matchup. See if he comes with any ingenuity, one would say. Some reinvigoration of some extra offensive plays, some invigoration, some extra defensive stances, you know what I'm saying? Something new. I want to see the chess match. That's what I'm looking forward to. And actually, I'm looking forward to the halftime show because I'm trying to figure out what Mary J. Blige is going to be doing in there with the rest of those West Coast rappers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as far as I go, uh, I'm looking, you know, I'm looking for a high scoring game, man. I'm looking for a dog fight. I want to see what Joe Burrow got in a sling fight. That's what I want to see. Uh, I've seen him do it in championship games in college. I want to see him do it in the pros. I don't want to see him do it in a playoff game. I don't want to see him do it in the regular season. I want to see him do it in the big dance when it matters. And I want to see if all the hype is hype or is it fluff. That's what I want to see. Well, what I'm what I want to see is I want to see a I want to see a, a nail biter, a great game. You know, I think. Uh, I think Cincinnati will be in it at the end because Cincinnati's been in it at the end of all games. I mean, to get to where they are now, they're getting dog walked by Tennessee and getting sacked tremendously to turning in a from a route to a nice halftime adjustment to coming all the way back in the hostile crowd in Arrowhead to now you're going into a Rams team and now you're like, okay, all the hype and stuff was gone. All the hype with, with with their uh, all the interviews, I mean, it's not a typical, you know, it hasn't been for a couple of years. It hasn't been a typical Super Bowl week. I mean, they had all their prep. They are now in LA. They got in there last night, you know. But you know, they didn't have. They didn't, did they even? They didn't do like a halftime kickoff show or Super Bowl kickoff with all the fiest, festivities like they did two years ago when the Chiefs and Niners went down in Miami and they blew it up. Blew all this stuff. I mean, had all this crazy stuff where it's like you almost have to get your your walkthrough and your preparation done the week before. Um, 
because this week, so but this week it seems like this nice and smooth. I know the Rams are are playing smooth. They're just taking it day by day to get asleep in their beds. Cincinnati's out there by UCLA, and they're practicing out there, um, trying to trying to make it. You know, it's smooth. You know, I didn't see a media day like they did the last couple of years because you can't do media day anymore. So you, you, it's sad that you get you can't do that stuff anymore. You, that stuff gets taken away. But at the same time, it may be a focus on a better game. Um, I don't know what's going on as far as like, um, what team I really hope we don't see a blowout. I don't think we're going to see a blowout. I'll give my prediction in a minute, but there's some speculation that I don't know if you guys seen this. <laughs> they said the, the Simpsons got it right. You guys seen that thing <laughs> no. going on around? It says the Simpsons pick the Bengals beating the Rams 34 to 31. And with all you Simpson fanatics out there, you're like, oh, again, they called it something. But uh, that's not my pick, by the way. I'm not. I don't get my pick yet. But um, but you know, I should. I think it's gonna be a good game. Like I said, yeah, it's gonna be teacher versus uh, student. But uh, I like it. So we'll get into. Uh, but you know what? The best part about Super Bowl though is the prop bets. I love these prop bets. Right, and I got a bunch, so I'll give you guys right here. It says, over under two minutes for the national anthem. Anybody want to take the under? Mm-mm. Who's the under right now? Well, it is uh, over or under 95, or it's plus under 95 sec, ninety-five to two minutes to put the 110. So everybody's saying it's going to go over two minutes. Who's, do we know who's singing it? It is, yes, we do. We do know who's thinking this right now. In fact, it is Mickey Guyton. Oh, I'm taking the over on that one. Mickey Guyton. There's yeah. actually a, uh, a, they want to know the prominent color of the outfit for his outfit. They got white, yellow, and gold, blue, black, gray, and silver, red, purple. Oh, I'm pink. going, I'm going blacked out. Blacked oh. out for the over. Put All your right. boy SoCal on that money. Okay, dokie. And then we got a. There's another one called first performing, first artist shown during the halftime show. Will it be Mary J. Blige? Will it be Snoop, M. Kendrick, or all or multiple artists will be on this? Like, which one will say show first? I'll say Kendrick. Hey, but would you be mad if Kendrick came out first? Boy, that would blow the top off, man. I wouldn't be mad at all. Then they also got they have some funny ones too, like what color hair will Eminem have when he's first shown? Is it gonna be brown and black or white and blonde? <laughs> there it is, go bangles right there. Man. Um or and then they got another one. What 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 what's the first song during the halftime show? Right now, what's you know, right now what's winning is California Love. They think California Love is gonna be the first first song oh. performed. But is that if they play if they play California Love first? Is that a slight to the Rams? Well, I think it's. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, mean, is that is that an angle towards the Rams, or is that like a diss to Joe Burrow? <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. just curious. I mean, it's a Cal, it's a California Super Bowl with a California <laughs> team, and the only ones that are not are not from Cali are from Ohio. So, I mean, if you're doing California Love, you're obviously like you know it's to, well, the, to the. They lost the, the Rams aren't gonna have their DJ. Do you know their big their big DJ? He's not yeah. he's not doing the, the, the Rams house and all that right, stuff right. that they do. Whose house? Yeah, yeah. Who's, yeah, yeah. Uh and another one I have is a funny one because we got the Olympics right happening. Who has more more what will be higher? The amount of golds the US has, which as of right now is one, or <laughs> Cooper Cup's receptions. Ooh. <laughs> 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 I would have uh, to go with Cooper Cup receptions right now. Yeah, I mean they got they got that. They have Daytona average five hundred average speed in miles per hour, or the first half passing yards for Matthew Stafford. Wow, they're just coming right. up with all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, they got a bunch of comes out they, have, they, they have who 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 in the Super Bowl MVP mentioned in his first pre game interviews. Teammates, coaches, God, owner, the city, his family members, none of the above. Hmm. Will a fan run on the field during the game? Now, we saw this last year 
Unfortunately, the dummy that did it actually bet on himself that someone mm. would actually run, and he's the one that did it. So I'm yeah. please hope there's nobody actually that dumb to bet on yourself. Yeah. You're not gonna win. Hey, didn't they do that? Didn't they do that at Arrowhead? This this guy, the guy was on yeah. TikTok and said, "Hey man, down, run down there for what was it like 10k or for a grand or something?" And this idiot yeah. did it. I mean, yep, and, yeah. And if you're gonna do it, you don't put it down on social media. Right. At least you don't do it. You're not on social media. You you don't have anybody in your fan section or anything. Sure, you can have somebody right. post it, but you hush. You take that what they say. Take that to the grave. Yeah. Set that up. Then they got like. Of course, they have what songs will Dr. Dre perform first? Eminem perform first. How much smoke will there be on the stage with Snoop Dogg? Oh, they're all everybody in that stadium getting high. <laughs> all the smoke. Everybody's getting high on that stadium. Yeah. Will there be a more job more job malfunction? Hopefully not. Right. Hey, uh, uh, was that Rashawn Johnson says uh, "Gin and Juice" should be the first song? Hey, would yeah. that be would that be something if if, if if Gin and Juice come on in, in a whole stadium full of weed? <laughs> yeah, <that'd be> <laughs> yeah. Crossfaded. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then will we see the power go out? Will the power go out? I uh I know Beyonce type of halftime show where the power goes out in the second half. I tell you what, if it's a blowout, it might be. Right. <laughs> so though there's just some pop and prop bets that I, I was just looking around, looking around uh the, the online today. They have a lot more. They have a lot more. They're like, you know, what's the coin toss going to be? What's the color Gatorade going to be? You know. Yeah, for sure. How many, who, who has, how many yards does this person have? I'll what take a shot on that one. I'm guessing that the Gatorade will be Dr. Blue. Blue? I'm going to say it's clear. I'm going to say water. I'm going to say it's going to be like that clear, clear wow. looking thing. I don't uh, think. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be blueberry. Oh, it's that frost, right? Yeah. yeah. That white that frost, frost, that frost. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be orange or blue. Oh, lime. Right? Lime. What about the, the yellow one? The yellow, all oh, the green, yellow, green one. Yeah, the original. Maybe. So, it's a good yeah, shot. It, it's 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 gonna be interesting to see. I, I like the prop bets. You know, I also like squares. You know, I I love the squares this year. It's like this year, I'm I'm actually gonna enjoy the game and ha- I'm gonna make some of these prop bets. Just I think just circle some of them what I think is gonna be because. Like I said, I don't have that that antic and that oh stressed out of actually watching my team in the Super Bowl. I wish I did, but it's gonna be nice after two years. So I mean you just kind of put yourself out there a little bit. Are you gonna call Vegas and make a couple of these bets? No, nah, I'm not gonna call Vegas and make a couple of these bets. I'm just gonna yeah. do it for fun. There you go. Uh, just do it for fun. Mm-hmm. I I mean look, look. On a serious note, I think sports and gambling is is, is going the wrong way. I mean, they did a, a. I know. I think I saw something on there earlier, and I don't like the way it's. You know, they got sport bets. I think even one one casino has a sporting bet, sporting um, betting in their casino. So as they, I think it's the Wizards in Washington. They have a betting where you can go down during the game and make prop bets and everything. It's like everything is fan. I mean. Look at Fox Sports is promoting Howie Long's or uh, Terry Bradshaw's money. Mm-hmm. Everybody's having this stuff, and I think it's really, really upsetting. As in, it's it's making it for a fixed game. I don't I don't want to have a fixed Super Bowl, but you never know. These gamblers get involved. Yeah, not only that, but you might see a, a player. I mean, I questioned uh, Patrick Mahomes' performance the last half of that game in a championship game. Who's to say he didn't bet against himself to make some more money? I know he's a rich dude, but wow. who's to say he didn't? But these are the type of things and the kind of arguments that start coming up when these things start happening. Because when you watch a guy on that level and all of a sudden he is like a shell of who he normally is, it makes you wonder, what's actually happening right now? All right, and, I unfortunately, we don't know. On behalf of Sports TV, we are not saying that the half a billion dollar quarterback is trying to make some side change on himself. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just, and I'm, I'm not saying that happened. I'm just saying that it makes it makes the fan question stuff. And anytime you start mixing gambling with fandom or or in sports, that's what happens. Oh, you mean college football? Oh wait, am I not allowed to say that? Oh yeah, it's possible. I mean, possible. So all right, so we got into a little bit already. Could this be see the best halftime show? I mean, two odds. You're saying no. No. Um, I got I, another one. Is how many censored is there going to be? Because will lot. we even will we even hear the halftime show? Are we just going to hear? Beep 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 beep. Uh-huh. beep. That's it. 
They just gonna play their radio. They gonna play their radio edit version. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only person we're gonna actually understand is Mary J. Blige. Uh, Everybody else is. is I have a is, feeling. I mean, it's I, LA, man. It's LA, man. That, that, I mean, that's all I gotta say. It's all I know is that I feel. I now feel like our parents did when they were watching like the Rolling Stones, and and seeing you know groups like that performing a halftime show now that we or like I know I grew up listening to these guys and it's like oh my goodness gracious now these guys are in a halftime show I mean NASCAR went out and got Ice Cube over the weekend to do the clash yeah they're like hey, hey I, who would have thought it would have yeah might as well just join join the getting the whole west coast and you know that mm-hmm. but uh it was pretty cool so all right so let's get into a little bit all right so before we get into the awards, you guys want to do your picks now? Sure. Gonna do your picks now. Who? Who? Let's start right now. Blue mm-hmm. Wallet, go ahead. Um, for MVP, I mean, I think the obvious has to be Aaron Rodgers because we can't count the playoffs. No, Coach of the Year? No, 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 no. Oh wait, what? We're doing we're doing uh, picks, we're doing uh, Super, Bowl picks. Picks. Super Bowl picks. Oh, oh okay. Super Bowl picks. My bad, my bad, my bad. Um, I think obviously I have to go with the Rams. Um, this is not a hater thing for all you Titan fans that will watch or and or watching. <laughs> um, I just remember just real quick, and then I'm going to give you my number. Aaron Donald in the fourth quarter before San Francisco had their last two draws. He got the whole defense together, and he said, and I quote, I'm going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl. That whole defense turned up a whole nother level from a very mediocre level they were playing before we saw it. I don't see Aaron Donald and his defense letting up at this point. Everybody's talking about how this is going to be a high-scoring game. I don't see a blowout, but what I do see, is what? I see 34-13. Like, it's going to be ridiculous. 34-13? Yeah, Ram. Somebody get Roger on their phone. Somebody get Roger. Somebody get Roger on the phone. And he's not gonna like that score. <laughs> All right. What about you, big boy? What you got? What's your score? What are you thinking? I got the game a lot closer than that. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go with the Bengals to win this one. Joe Burrow has been known to show up in big games. All right. This record is out there. Starting from college, and I think he even got a big one in high school. I think he keeps rolling through the big games. First time appearances, he's up in there, ready to roll. Like when you look at the road to the Super Bowl, they beat the Titans. The boy got sacked nine times, and they still won the game. Nine times, his butt was on the ground with the football in his hand. They still won the game. They played the Chiefs. That's a high-powered offense. They won that game. This is like them playing a video game. They just reached the boss level where the boss got both of those things put together in one good package, and they got to go overcome it. And I, Joe Burrow, he could do it. I got faith in him. I got faith in Jamar Chase. He's going to get him a good bill out there. He's going to get a bill out there. If Mixon could get closer to a bill as a close to the 50, we Gucci. And if the defense could get away with like two turnovers, we could be in good shape. We could be in good shape. Remember how the Rams got to the Super Bowl. They beat a new-to-this-life Cardinals team. They just started to learn how to win. And that 100% Bucks team and a 49ers team that was more heart than talent at the moment. I think the Bengals could go toe-to-toe with them and people are just slighting them right now just because they haven't really seen much of the Bengals do something like this and the O-line do need a little bit of help. But they did make it to the Super Bowl. They did make it to the Super Bowl, people. That's how I feel about that. Passing it up to my man. Hold on. What's your score, then? Give me your score. <sighs> you got to give me a score. And also, you got a challenge here. Somebody says bet $20, and they'll give you six points. 
That's not like my man JoJo. <laughs> hey, are we doing sports betting right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. He's saying, hey, what, uh, what's your, what's your, uh, what's your score, big boy? 27-24, giving it to the Bengals. I'm writing them down. All right. SoCal. All right. Well, everybody knows that uh, I am a Miami Dolphin, you know, diehard. So I haven't really been paying too much attention about the Super Bowl as of late. I've been paying way more attention to what's going on in Dolphin land. But since I'm being forced to talk about it, I will. I have kept my eye on it a little bit. I say the Rams are going to destroy, absolutely destroy the the Bengals. I think the Bengals will get exposed, and I think the Bengals are not anywhere close to the level in which the media is pumping them up to be. It kind of reminds me of early Tom Brady. It was all media hype, and it wasn't really Tom Brady who was doing it all. It was actually the defense. The defense is what Tom what won Tom Brady early championships. It, it wasn't Tom Brady. So for all that, and I think that they're starting to do the same thing to Joe Burrow, and I, it just drives me insane. Does the guy have guts of moxie? Absolutely. But when it comes down to it, I don't think he's going to be able to succeed in the Super Bowl, and that's why I say the Rams are going to kill him 42-14. to 14. All right. All right. So I've been going back and forth, back and forth all week long. And this reminds me of when the Patriots played the Rams the first time. When the Rams were going to blow them out. And a kicker won for the Patriots. Not Tom Brady. Now, great Brady had a great drive. Mm -hmm. Great drive, but the kicker. Vinatieri. Vinatieri with that extra kick. Right? And they won that game. I'm going with the Bengals. Okay. The Bengals. Third, yes. 31 to 28. Mm. Okay. And Mr. Clutch. Mr. Clutch, the kicker that's been, that was like, we going to the Super Bowl. That McPherson. Matt McPherson is going to kick them and have his Adam Vinatieri moment. I'm going Bengals. I've been I was going back and forth for all week long, mm-hmm. and something tells me that Joe Burrow is just going to be there in the end. And there, because he the way they came back the last two game those two games, I think he has the guts and the heart. And he will be the first ever to win a Heisman, to win a national championship, and to win a Super Bowl. And here's another thing. He'll be your MVP. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't think so. No, 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 no. I'm not getting, I'm not talking about MVP awards. I'm talking about Super Bowl MVP. Right, right, right. No, I, yeah. I got that. Um. I want to a little sports TV number real quick before we go on to the next one. So collectively, all four of us together, the Super Bowl score will be 32 to 21.25 for the Bengals, which means they're going to either go for two points and miss it or go for two points and make it when they're already behind due to their field goal kicker. So all four of us together, the score is 32-21, the Rams. But uh, obviously, it's two to two. The two dudes in California got LA, and the two dudes in Florida are hating on LA. So okay, it's awesome. I'm from LA. Hey, you're now you're a Floridian. Yeah, yeah. I'm from LA. Do you not see the Dodger jersey right there? Hey, right, yeah, right there. Okay. Huh. Hey, is big boy a Floridian? Are you from Florida, big boy? I'm from the Bronx. Oh, for the Bronx. Okay. You New York kid. I got you. Yeah, but I currently reside in Florida. No yeah, more. It's all right. It's all good. So we got your picks, and I told you who my MVP is gonna be. Who's your MVP? Oh, if we're gonna start with me. Um 
I'm gonna go with Mr. Footwork himself, Cooper Kizza from. All right, big boy. I'm actually gonna give it to Chase. I feel like he might explode on this game. This Neil. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, and, I, and I'm gonna throw something out there that maybe not a lot of people are gonna agree with, but I, I'm used to that. So I'm going with Cam Akers. I think Ooh. I think Cam Akers is gonna do something in the Super Bowl. Hopefully he drop a ball or two. He gonna he gonna fumble. He gonna fumble the ball. Hey, no. uh, it causes the hey, hey not if he's gonna Bengals. be my MVP. He can't fumble the ball. <laughs> fumbles the ball and causes gets McPherson to do the winning kick. Yeah. All right. So that's gonna be our preview of Super Bowl. Um, hey, we it's great. It's we had fun with it. So we're gonna get into let's see, we got we got my little Cooper Cup will get MVP from Romero. And we have a also we have a 39 to 12 Rams blow them out. Hey, so, I, I I like that. I like that score. I think that's possible. So, all right, so now we're going to get to the NFL awards. NFL awards are coming out actually tomorrow. Um, so when, if you're hearing this on the podcast or on or on demand tonight, uh, MVP race is going to be Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup. Who do, is it? Who do you guys got? I mean, is this an automatic unanimous uh, vote here? Or who do you guys thinking out of those? Uh, I think Jonathan Taylor should get it, man. Nobody was in, as important to that to their team than that guy. I mean, think about that. Who? I mean, Carson Wentz is okay, but he he's not Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. I mean, th- those guys with those elite uh, talent in front of them is why they look good. This guy made his O line better and made people around him better. And by the way, he had the most yards in, in the in the league. Okay, I think eighteen hundred and twenty nine yards rushing. I mean, this this guy's a beast. Like, it's only his second year. It's not like this guy's been in the league for the last 20 years, you know? I mean, this guy's doing something, you know? Somebody would disagree with you, though. We got, right. we got we got one Tom Brady bro already. But, um, all right. Uh, two wallets. What you got? Um, if I'm picking my MVP. Ah, I need it from the list. Take well, I'm going to go with the guy with the most yards of receiving history. I'm going to go with Mr. Footwork himself. So you're taking two Cooper Cup? I'm writing this stuff down. Upset. I'm not going to pick the obvious. Okay. Big boy? I'm actually going to go with Joey Two Wallets. You know what I'm saying? Stafford needed <laughs> his Calvin Johnson Jr. He needed his Calvin Johnson Jr. He found out in Cooper Cup. So, I'm not going to go with the obvious either, right? Because we all know, I think we all know the obvious. However, I'm going with SoCal. I'm taking JT. I think the, we're going to have a running back finally get MVP MVP in this league. Because this guy, you could tell already that he was the valuable part of the most valuable player for the Colts. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't like the way this this – MVP is it should be MOP most outstanding player. Then I'll give it to Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. or Tom Brady or somebody. But if you call you're talking valuable, who's more valuable? We saw the way the Colts were when when Jonathan Taylor did not get the into the end zone or, or have a hundred yards. They were horrible. Mm-hmm. If, I think one of the games they were like run the damn ball. Mm-hmm. So I like. I'm going with Jonathan Taylor for the upset as well. I'm going upset. I, I think we all kind of know who's going to get it. But uh, A-Ron. You know, A-A-Ron. So, <laughs> A-Ron. So, I mean. But to lead me to my next award, Offensive Player of the Year. Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, Joe Burrow. Hmm. I'm going to go with John Taylor since I pick Cooper Cup as an MVP. One of them two, Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor got to get this award, so I feel safe either way. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to go with Burrow. His, his passing ability turned a 2-12 and team around or two a 2-win two team around to Super Bowl 
and he did it in his second year. He went crazy. He had like what, forty six hundred yards, give or take ish. That's production with one of the top running backs and one of the top, you know, wide receivers in the league. Yeah, people don't talk about uh, my boy from Oklahoma very much. All right, so Cal, who you got? Uh, I think Cooper, either Cooper or or uh, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, either one of those two guys need to get it. Okay, so if one, if I'm, I'm going with Jonathan Taylor, man. To me, he's – I mean, I love Cooper Gup. I love his production. But, again, I go back to my original argument. Jonathan Taylor is just something different for a team that doesn't have a whole lot going for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going Cooper. I'm going to take Cooper because the dude almost broke Calvin Johnson's humongous record for reception. And he was the wide receiver in that in that group, especially when Robert Woods went out and Od- Odell Beckham was Ooh. just become just becoming in. Don't start. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> don't don't start. Hey. I got an hour in my house. Why are you doing it? There's an owl on the there's an owl on the on the mirror. Mm-hmm. All right. But uh all right, so we go defensive player of the year now. T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons, Aaron Donald. T.J. Watt. <laughs> that boy would have broke the record if he – if he if you'd have played the whole season, he'd have broke the record. I think we can all agree on that. That boy's a sack master. You have to scheme around that boy when he's on the field. He is going to disrupt your quarterback all day long. Yeah. Considering that the Rams defense all year has been up and down, I can't in good conscience say Aaron Donald. But the only reason why Pittsburgh was Pittsburgh was because of TJ Watt. So I'm gonna have to agree with my boy over here. You know, go with TJ Watt. So Cal. I'm I'm going with this with uh with Aaron Donald. I think there's he is the immovable object, and I think he 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 makes everybody else turn up, and that to me is somebody that that with that motor, I mean, dude, without that guy, this Ram defense isn't the same, and I just think that you got to give it to him. Yeah, so I'm going Aaron Donald as well. I'm going Aaron Donald because he is the heart of the defense. How Aaron Donald goes. You know, uh, yeah. the Rams go. And by the way, Romero, I know you're gloating because Micah Parsons supposedly beat Tyreek Hill in the race. I saw that race, buddy. He didn't beat him in the race. Tyreek Hill coming off just another game that, he, you know, by the way, we were playing in playoff games. You know, Dallas should try that sometime. Um, <laughs> you know, so. Ooh, shots uh, fired. Shots fired. So he, we had to let him somebody win. Obviously, you could tell he wasn't even trying. I mean, the race was between Chubb and Parsons. And. So, I mean, I still think, yeah, if we had a – if Tyreek Hill had as much time off as, as a, you know, Parsons did, he, yeah, Tyreek Hill would have smoked him. So, you know, personally, you know, you could, you could have that title. Oh, by the way, I heard because of the back-to-back uh, home teams hosting the Super Bowl, Super Bowl will now be consistently in Dallas since Dallas never gets Super Bowl. Oh, it's gonna be a home home. It's gonna be the field now. The field. Dallas fans always catch flack, man. That's messed up. <laughs> well, hey, I couldn't really say that the, that it, it could go to Vegas next year because I guarantee Raiders ain't getting into the Super Bowl next year. So no. I don't think we have to worry about a home team ever getting three straight years, right? Um, Daniel rubbing it in. Yes, yeah. Hey, hey, so, can I just, uh, can I just say something, one thing? I, I just want to say something before we get off of the NFL uh, Super Bowl stuff real quick. Just real quick. You know who the crappiest person has who who's feeling it right now during the Super Bowl? Deshaun Jackson asked for a release. <laughs> and he is sitting at home on the couch instead of being in the daggum Super Bowl. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> I just yeah, he, was like, yeah, man, yeah. you really if you, if you were a bet man, bro, you lost. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, uh, rookie of the year, we got Jamar Chase or Mac or uh, Mac Jones. Jamar Chase. Yeah. 
I mean, he's had a bigger impact on his team that Matt did on his team. If you ask me, he got the rookie of the year just against the Chiefs. The first time. Yeah, the first time. Yeah. All right, so it's a clean sweep because I got yeah. the same thing. And and after watching uh, after watching Mac Jones dance in the in the Pro Bowl, he don't deserve no awards. <laughs> that gritty. How <laughs> <laughs> you go right. home? John is sick to his stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, defensive player of the year, Marka Parsons or Patrick Sertain? Mm. Uh, I'm going with Micah on that yeah. one. Yeah. We're talking about defensive rookie of the year? Yeah. Yeah. Micah hey, Parsons without Hey, hey Micah's about to be a whole beast to deal with. Like, that's going to be the whole meal and the box here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it'll be scary if they got another linebacker to pair with them. It would be really yeah. scary. That yeah. dude's right. a mix of DT and, and Derek Brooks. Like, that dude's mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, comeback player of the year should be unanimous, right? Joe Burrow? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. What about you Tua, got, man? How come Tua don't okay. ever get no love? Okay, so look, this is what I got. Tua I got needs to get comeback player of the year. I look got, at all the games he won in a row. Comeback after a hip, after, after a finger, and <laughs> after ribs. Come on, Joe Burrow broke his knee. Give me a break. Comeback player of the year. You have Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, Nick Bosa, or Carson Wentz. I throw two in there if you want, but man, I don't think he's two. Don't, don't get mean, no love. Joe I think Burrow. It's an Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow should, should easily take this, right? Yeah, that's a cakewalk for him. That's that's one of where he he should be guaranteed. He might as well just get it in the mail right now. So, and then I have coach of the year. <laughs> Coach of the year, coach of the year, Mike Vrabel, Zach Taylor, or Matt LaFleur. Hmm. Between Vrabel or Zach Taylor? Pick one. Okay. Well, for obvious reasons, not because I'm a Titan fan, but the most obvious reason is the dude had 89 different starters and still found a way to be the number one team in the AFC. Homer. Mike Vrabel. Homer alert. Homer alert. I'm about to say Mike Vrabel just for the fact that he lost his biggest weapon and he still won those games. IJS, as my wife would say. I'm going to say Zach Taylor because this dude was a quarterback coach not too long ago, and he just took, like, the laughing stock in the NFL to the Super Bowl. Yep, well, get that owl ready because I'm doing the same thing. I'm taking Zach Taylor. I'm thinking, I mean, just the way he, the way he, uh, you know, the way he uh, took that thing. <laughs> we got a Mike McCarthy, but... <laughs> <laughs> what they talking about just getting rid of him? I think so. Everybody else right. already got Sean Payton there. Yeah. So, all right. So, we're going to get into a topic that I know my boy SoCal is thriving. Maybe he can give us little little, little stuff here. We're going to go here. Miami, Houston, Saints, all land a coach. Questionable coaches at best or good coaches seeing what they could choose, you know, where they go. But all coaching vacancies are now over. Everybody is going to have a coach this coming off season. We will start off with Miami picking Mike McDaniel. You like this hire? SoCal? Hey, man, I could do a whole show on this topic all by itself. All by itself. Let me just say this. Well, give us like five minutes. Of- uh, well, I won't go. I won't go deep because you got to watch the Dolphin Show Fridays. So I'll just give you a little bit. Listen, and I mean this from the bottom of my soul to the top of my brain. This hire feels completely different in Miami than any other hire. I can't tell you of a time past since I've been alive on this planet that I have felt just a coach coming to a team and the optimistic uh, mentality that a fan base has. Nobody has has brought this level of excitement to our fan base like Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel is bringing some different something to the Dolphins, just in, in, in his swag that nobody has seen as a Dolphin fan in 20, 30, 35 plus years. I mean, I was excited for Brian Flores to become a Miami Dolphin, but I wasn't as excited as I am for Mike McDaniel. It's just there's just something different. You know when somebody twinkles in their eye, you just don't know what it is, but it's something special about a certain person. You're like, man, I don't know what it is about this guy. There's just something different. 
the way that this guy says he's going to do things, that's that's what's exciting to me. The the innovativeness, the way that he's talking to Tua, the way that he's uh, just his mindset is just incredible. And the fact that we don't have a computer as coach anymore who just stands there and tells you, you know, what you don't want to hear. He he actually is is engaging with the with the uh, fan base and engaging with the media, and that's something that Miami Dolphin fans haven't seen for a long, long time, a long time. But I think he's going to do great things. I, I I can't wait to see it, and I'm ready. I'm ready. You see this comment here. Mike McDaniel will be the next Adam Gase. Nah, he's not. The, nah, he nah, he's not the next Adam Gase, and I can tell you that definitively. One, he's been on Shanahan's staff uh, all his career, everywhere he's been: Atlanta, Denver, uh, now in San Francisco. Uh, Adam Gase was with with uh, Peyton Manning. That was the guy who made him look good, and and Adam Gase was considered to call the quarterback guru. They're not saying that about about Mike McDaniel. They're not saying he's a quarterback guru. He's saying he's a running game guru. So if anything, he's going to create a running game that lines it up for Tua or for the quarterback, whoever that is, at some point. And I don't see him as Adam Gase at all. Like Big O said on the Big O show, Adam Gase was a salesman. And once people figured out that he was a salesman, they weren't trying to buy his goods anymore. Mike McDaniel brings a different flavor to the Dolphins altogether. He's not trying to sell you nothing. He's just telling you what he wants to do, and he's telling you, hey, look, it's going to take some hard work, but we're going to do this together. And that's what you want to see. I'm excited. Is it Rambo Sherbert or Rocky Road? I'm considered what flavor? <laughs> hey man, but I, I'm more I'm more of a uh, Sherbert guy. So, because uh. <laughs> Romero's right. over here saying it's gonna be Rocky Road. So, the next guy is Dennis Allen. He is the new head coach for the New Orleans Saints. Hey, he did. He had an eight and twenty-eight record for the with the with the Raiders, so I think this is a filler. I think this is a. I mean, I know he was a coordinator for for the Saints, so to in in. I mean, the Saints aren't really going anywhere, so I don't think anybody really wanted to go get this job. Uh, however, I do have a a, a a really gripe when it comes to you're gonna interview a guy for eight hours for what. And did you? Did, did, I, 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 I'm sick to my stomach when I figure you hire you. You don't want to hire. You don't want to hire this guy because you know I think he can be a great head coach in in Eric Bieniemy. I think he was, you know, they, you know, exactly right. The good old boys keep recycling the same coaches over and over and over. And we heard Roger Goodell say today in his little press conference that we need to. Be better when it comes to hiring other types of coaches in the NFL. Give people a chance, and for you to hold this guy for eight hours, give him an interview. What were you doing for eight hours? Were you guys discussing recipes? I mean, this guy could take your franchise somewhere. Give him a shot, you know, and you you can draft a quarterback, or you can use Jameis Winston. You know, you could you could have used Jameis Winston with this with this offensive coordinator, and he could probably have helped you out. So, I mean, this is, I think this is another filler. Um, I really would have, was hoping for Eric Bianami to get this job. We'll, we'll see. I don't, I, I, this guy's going to be fired. This Dallas, Dennis Allen is going to be fired in a year. In a year, he will be fired in a year. Mm-hmm. You guys' thoughts on Dennis Allen or Bianami not um, getting a job? Considering that his, Coaching tenure both consist of losing seasons. If I'm not mistaken, he had 12 losses in each one and then got fired. I mean, he was a um, he had took over for a team and then won all his games and then got the job. Um, he's not a leader again. He's an X's and O's guy. X's and O's guy normally look good on the field, but have a bad time leading franchises. Um, that's really all I have to say about Daniel, uh, Dennis Allen. Now, about somebody getting an eight-hour interview and then leaving with a free meal, I hope he ordered the steak. And I hope he had a nice pina colada with his meal, because that's all he was really going to get in the world. He wasn't getting that job. Should have. 
I hope he gets. I hope he gets Andy Reid. I hope Hunt Clark Hunt says, "Don't worry, we got you covered. You 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 help make Patrick Mahomes and build this guy up even better. Give him a couple more rings, and he will be the successor to Andy Reid when he retires." Okay, this is specifically for you. On February tenth. 2025, we will have the same conversation. We'll pull up this video, and I would love to quote you again saying that he's going to be a good coach. I'm telling you right now, Eric Bieniemy is not the future of anybody's franchise. I I will gladly make you wrong. What about SoCal? What are you thinking? Uh, I, I'm kind of in the middle, man. I mean, I don't think I don't I don't. First off, about Eric Bieniemy, I think Eric Bieniemy has the opportunity to be good, but. It, they're still unknown. You gotta, you gotta remember that he's there with Andy Reid. Andy Reid's making a lot of those, a lot of those calls. When he was a coach in the college ranks, he, he did the records weren't that great with him alone, separated from Andy Reid. So I think a lot of a lot of teams are looking at that. And I, I actually did hear that uh, in the media. CBS Sports was reporting that because uh, after you talked about, it, I did a little bit of research on it, and that's that's kind of the consensus there is that his college career wasn't hot when he wasn't around a hot coach and now that he is with the hot coach it's kind of bloviating what they think he could do but we'll see i mean i still think everybody deserves that opportunity and he being he 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 he's in the nfl man he made it here so he 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 needs to be able to get a, ch a chance at some point regardless mm -hmm. of what he does um i mean if adam gase gets a chance he needs to be able to have a chance i mean it's a make or break league so if you don't do good then okay bye you had your chance but you at least right. deserve a chance Exactly. As, as far as far as as far as the Saints go, I just have a feeling the Saints are going to turn back into the Saints. You know, well, we're gonna I, go think, I, I just think the Saints after Sean Payton leaving, you're not going to get a coach there that's going to be on his level. It's just not going to happen. So any coach that comes there from here on out, unless they get a big name that's done it before, isn't going to do anything there. I think they're going back to mediocrity. And I don't see any hope there. And and actually, I, I think uh, Eric Bieniemy should actually be happy he didn't get that job because that job's going to be a, a horrid job to have here in the future. Big boy, I got to say that most teams that are looking for a coach is usually a horrid job to have. Just throwing it out there real quick. Yeah, you're right. And I feel like the Saints with with Dennis Allen's because he was already in house. They already knew what to expect from him. But as far as the enemy, he also is unknown when it comes to the professional level. He does deserve a chance to see what he could do out there. I, you know, he could he could probably be boom, or he might be a bust like a college. You don't know because you didn't give him a try. True. I hope he got the steak, the lobster, and the buffet though when he went to that eight-hour interview. That's a whole working shift. I hope he got paid to show up for that one. Yeah. But. I feel like, as you said, the Saints, I don't see them doing nothing no matter who they got because they got a little bit of empty cupboards over there. You know what I'm saying? They got to feel they got to feel something out there to make it look more. Well, they're going to be out. They might be out of a running back for a while. As you saw, what happened with Adam Kamara at, at the mm -hmm. Pro Bowl. So, yeah. But yeah. Well, I'll, um, I'll talk about the Pro Bowl in a minute and my final thoughts. Uh, this, uh, the last coach that got hired, Lubby Smith, goes into Houston. I don't know why. Um, I, I guess because they may maybe they had heat from Brian Flores's lawsuit. Uh, because I they, another guy they were they were gonna give it to Josh McCown. Even Lubby Smith said he was just he was giving him advice to what head coaches to get, just so maybe he can keep his job as defensive coordinator. Which you know they hey, they had they led the team in turnovers, but they weren't really that good. When it comes to um, total defense and stopping a run, uh, I don't know. I mean, hey, I'm glad he, he's going to get another shot. He's the if you take the if you take the interim out, he's the first African American coach to have three different head coaching positions, right? If he, he's the second, if you add the interim to to Romeo Cornell, he's the first actually getting hired as a head coach. And, and not in an interim basis. So, I mean, he did go with the with the uh, with the Bears. Yeah. Took him to a Super Bowl, right? He, he, you know, he didn't do that good with Tampa. Uh, we'll see. I don't think he's going to do that good with with Houston. I mean, we don't even know who their quarterback's going to be. 
if you mm-hmm. know they have an all-star quarterback sitting in the wings, maybe he's probably most likely to get traded. There the so <laughs> he's but, he, uh, no, I'm dead serious. He literally should get a shot for rookie of the year, even though he won't. That dude played. I mean, I know it's really off topic for a second, but that dude played really well for the situation he's in and only had one key wide receiver. So what do you think of the hire though, to Wallace? What do you think of the hire? What do you think of Lovey Smith hiring? Lovey Smith is always a good idea if you're transitioning in the next 24 months. He's a stopgap coach. He's the guy. He want he I already know what Lovey's thinking. I want to come in here and I'm going to build a culture for this organization so that way when the next coach comes in, it'll be an easy transition. And it's something that he not only did in his contract for the uh for Illinois when he was there, he ended up being there five years. We already know in his contract, it's not stated and it's not made public. He is going to change the culture of every single office in that organization and say, okay, this is the direction we want to go. And the next guy you're going to hire, which is what Daniel already alluded to, this is the direction we need to go in. These are the kind of people we need to draft in. They're going to take analytics to a whole other level, and they're going to draft that next guy in about between 12 and 24 months, which is smart. Big boy? I think he's just a filler coach. He's going to come in. They're going to try to get some good players in there, and then they're going to ship him out. I, the only thing the man's been working on is his beard, to be honest with you. Beard hey, looking nice. Beard. Oh, that, that thing is clean. awesome. That beard looks clean. For, for beard people, your beard look bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Sorry. That, I'm just looking at his career and this is like, even if he does build the culture, he's gonna get Mark Jackson. Somebody else is gonna come take it and reap the rewards. Woo! So Fill it in, plug it, plug it, play, bust it. Transitional, <laughs> transitional champion, as we call it in the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. Transitional champion. So, so Cal, get the shots on the. Well, I love, I love Lovey. I, I've always liked Lovey, and I always was sad to watch him leave. I think some of his downfall was the owners that he had in the past more than it was him handcuffing him from doing what he really wanted to do. Uh, him, him as a bear was was incredible, and I loved watching that Bears team play from afar. Being a Dolphins fan, but I, I do think that the Texans got the right one here, and I really do think that them hiring Lovey Smith, if they allow, if that ownership allows Lovey to to imprint his fingerprint on that on that uh, squad, I think you're going to see a different team. I mean, you got to get away from the Deshaun Jackson nonsense talk. But I think Lovey is the guy that can do it. I really do. I really believe in that. Hey, and before I go, I just want to give a big shout out to the Wild Man. He's watching. So, Wild Man, Wild Man, Wild Man in the building. All right. So we got about ten minutes or so. So I'll give you guys final thoughts. We're going with. We'll go with two wallets. Final thoughts on whatever Super Bowl. Picks, whatever you like. Whatever I like. Are we keeping it on the NFL? It's final thoughts, bro. You keep it on whatever you want. You got two minutes. All right. Uh, to be completely honest, my final thoughts are is I'm looking very much forward to the production of our big boy over here and his giant show. I'm very much looking forward to that. SoCal, if you guys are not following SoCal on Twitter, you guys have already lost your mind. You guys need to go on Twitter, follow Sports Addict TV, follow Dolphin Sports page, and coming soon will be Big Boy. Wait, this way on my camera. It's this way. That's Big Boy. And if you guys haven't noticed, this gentleman up here has a baseball show. And when we get unlocked, I can't wait to hear more from Big Chief, and there goes a no-hitter. Those are my final thoughts today, boys. I cannot wait to listen to all you guys' programs. I'm just – I'm looking forward to after the Super Bowl and what we're moving forward and how we're going to get better and 
how many subscribers we're going to get. And if you haven't subscribed to YouTube, do it right now. Break out, go to YouTube, do it. Follow, subscribe, and then you can stalk us afterward. Personally, you should go stalk uh, SoCal. He's more the one you want to stalk. You know. <laughs> I got enough stalkers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Big I mean, boy. Dolph, Dolph, Dolphin Twitter keeps me pretty busy. <laughs> yes, I am making a giant show. I'm actually going to be making a New York sports show. So I'll be covering a lot of teams in the very near future. We'll be coming to you. But real quick, my final thought. Because I wasn't able to make the episode, the Giants head coach, Brian Breezy. But oh, oh God, God. Now I'm a little bit worried because he is a bit off of that Belichick branch. And we've seen how Belichick coaches have come so far. But I feel like after 22 years, 22 years of hanging around all the other coaches and soaking up all the good wisdom they have passed on to him. He might be able to do something if he is serious about doing his job and if the owners let him do it to his fruition. I'm a little bit worried about his vision, talking about Daniel Jones is the guy to go with right now. I want to see if he could do something with him. He was a quarterback coach. He was a quarterback coach. I know he knows how to train him up, coach him up. I'm going to see if he could just – get some of his players in, some people that will fit his system in, and hopefully we see everything come to fruition. That's what I'm looking forward to see real quick. I'm going to pass it up to my man, SoCal. Final thoughts for SoCal. Uh, if you don't know, you can find me at Dolphin Show on Twitter. It's at Dolphin Show on Twitter. Find me, like, subscribe here on YouTube, Sports Daddy TV. Uh, we're trying to do big things here with Sports Daddy, multi-team uh, programming. Uh it's, it's all coming. We're building it up. We're building it up. We're trying to do what we can out there. Uh, but come watch the Dolphin Show every Friday with me, myself, SoCal, and my boy Wildman. Uh, hey, any show that, that SoCal and Wildman are on, that's a show you want to watch. Uh, he's got great insight. He's got great knowledge. And, and, and us together, I think it's a great show. Uh, it, it's worth you listening to. It's worth you watching, liking, subscribing on that on that show. Uh, like I said, if you want to, if you want to come argue with me or whatever you want to do, come do it on Twitter. That's where I'm hanging. That's where I'll be. Find me, and and let's get at it. All right. So my final thoughts is uh, the Pro Bowl. If you're gonna give me that kind of garbage, I'd rather you not do it. Agreed. Because okay, um, I don't mind the skills competition. Now that was fun, seeing them do the wide receiver tricks like a dunk contest where they do props and tricks. Okay. I don't mind that. But if you're going to do a two-hand touch tackle football, now, come on. I know you guys want to keep everything in you, and these multi-million dollar players are, you know, protecting themselves. Don't play the game then. Mm -hmm. Don't play it. I agree with Romero right here. The last two worst teams played for the number one pick. I'd rather have that. Give me something like that or give me nothing at all. I don't care. Go back to one week. Go back to the Super Bowl only getting one week. They don't get a, They don't get two weeks off. Mm-hmm. If you if you're really worried about because you want that Super Bowl, you want something to, to have that spot in the two in the uh, two weeks into going into Super Bowl, then give me something better on the field because this is garbage. This was one of the worst things, and I was like, I need. I'm gonna watch this because I want to talk a, a little bit about it. But when you are – these guys aren't even down, but they're ta- – this was a fancy two-hand touch. I heard somebody earlier say they maybe they should just put flags on them mm-hmm. because if they put flags on them, guarantee – because you know what? You know what I rather would have seen? Give me a half hour of that dodgeball because I saw more heart and more skill in that seven-on-seven dodgeball thing during, in the skills competition than I did with this Pro Bowl. This is garbage. I hope they I hope they do something with it. I hope they really consider something else because I this is yeah, this is horrible. I mean, one of the worst. I mean, I go back to I'd rather have them do when they do a fantasy draft or do something different because this is this one this is the worst. But uh little quick also, let's get some comments in here real quick. 
Cleveland Browns are my team for the future. And they, I think he meant Baker Mayfield. It's only 26. Well, Baker Mayfield got to stay healthy, my friend. And Romero, hey, we'll talk offline about the baseball show. Yes, because Free Bauer, if anybody hasn't heard it, <laughs> uh, Bauer is, uh, was, is maybe back next year. That's all I want to say. He mm-hmm. he uh, may be back. He he's, he's going up. So, anyways. But that's going to do it for today's show. I want to say thank you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Comment below on YouTube. Let us know how you know what you guys thinking about the Super Bowl. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We may, we may do a live reaction during the Super Bowl towards the end of the game if it's close. If some of these scores, like Big Boys and myself, are actually close, or if we're not doing anything, maybe come in at the end of the show. Enjoy the games, though. Enjoy the football. Enjoy everything. Have a great week, and we will talk to you guys later. Have a good one.